0: You're listening to SBS News. The Australian Electoral Commission has published the official yes and no campaign cases for the Voice to Parliament referendum on its website. The cases will be delivered in pamphlet form to every house in the country. The AEC has stressed the authorised pamphlets making the cases for both sides are unedited, not fact-checked, and not the words of the commission. Australians will head to a referendum sometime between October and December to vote on enshrining an Indigenous advisory body known as the Voice to Parliament in the Constitution. The Yes case, written by the government and endorsed by representatives across the Parliament, proposes voting Yes for a better future for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people and all Australians. It says voting Yes is about recognition of Indigenous Australians Listening to their advice about matters that affect their lives and making practical progress in Indigenous health, education, employment and housing. Assistant Minister for Indigenous Australians, Malindiri McCarthy, says the voice is a simple request. In my view, hope that they will make up their minds to see that it is really quite a simple gesture, a simple request to have a committee, an advisory voice to the Parliament. No veto rights Uh, Nothing that will cause any problems in terms of uh, Parliament being able to enact uh, legislation. This is a simple request by First Nations people and I urge Australians to say yes. The Yes pamphlet also includes endorsements for The Voice from Indigenous sporting icons like Jonathan Thurston, Eddie Betts and Yvonne Gulagong-Cawley. The No pamphlet, written by some members of the coalition, urges, if you don't know, vote no. It says the voice is legally risky, will not help Indigenous people, will be permanent, costly and bureaucratic. Opposition spokeswoman for Indigenous Australians, Jacinta Nampajimpa-Price, who helped write the no pamphlet, says the voice is divisive. As far as we know, uh, this voice referendum is very risky. It's not a modest proposal. It is about making a huge change to our constitution. Um, It is also unknown. We don't know what the details are for the voice yet. We don't know who will be represented on the voice how they will be represented in The Voice, what they can make representations on. It's completely unknown. The pamphlets were not originally wanted by the government, but the opposition pushed for the essays in return for its support to pass the referendum machinery bill, setting out how campaigning would run. Opinion polls have been measuring a decline in the backing for The Voice. This week's national news poll suggested a fall in support to 41%. But some other polls have registered higher results, the Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, has told Sky News the Yes campaign could be doing a better job at promoting the voice and the pamphlets will help people understand the proposal. Most Australians, of course, uh, will focus uh, when the referendum is actually being held. Uh, it's a while to go yet. Uh, what we know is that there's been a considerable uh, No campaign already that is out there just trying to sow doubt. Uh, The Yes campaign uh, needs to be uh, stronger in putting the case uh, because we know that Uh, Referendums in Australia have been difficult to pass, only 8 out of 48. Acting opposition leader Susan Lee says the Prime Minister has failed to provide sufficient detail about the voice. Well the explanation that Australians were expecting about the voice has not come from this Prime Minister. This Prime Minister has said, trust us, we'll give you the detail after the vote. No constitutional convention, no proper explanation to the Australian people, just... Pass this on the vibe, and that's not good enough. So that's what has informed our message via the No Pamphlet to ordinary Australians. But some people have already criticised the No Pamphlet for potentially misleading voters. Uluru Dialogue co-chairs Professor Megan Davis and Pat Anderson say organisers of the No Pamphlet have used taxpayer money to spread misinformation to hold Indigenous people back. Constitutional lawyer Greg Craven, who was quoted in the No pamphlet as saying the voice is fatally flawed, says he's furious he was included and he will refer it to the Electoral Commission. Professor Craven says he asked opposition leader Peter Dutton to not include his comments as he now regrets them and will be campaigning for the voice. Liberal Indigenous Senator Karen Little has defended the inclusion of Professor Craven's comments. ...government. Um, he also has said very clearly that he is a supporter of voice, despite his reservations. Uh, from my perspective, it, I mean, that was the evidence he gave as part of that committee. Um, he, it's clear in the um, brochure, in the, in the pamphlet, that he is a, a yes supporter. The no case also quotes referendum working group member Thomas Mayo as saying the voice will abolish colonial institutions. Mr Mayo says the No campaign has taken his comments out of context to scare people. It's scaremongering by the No campaign. These are taken from old speeches. Uh, They are not what The Voice will do. The Voice is going to focus on matters like health and education and employment, uh, looking after country, improving people's lives. Uh, And, um, you know, so it's just one of the tactics that they have. Liberal Senator Paul Scar says people should know what supporters of The Voice have said. What we're doing is providing direct quotes from people who support The Voice so that the Australian public can make up their own minds with respect to whether or not they want to risk passing this referendum. And I think it's entirely appropriate that people can see the motivations, the direct quotes from people who support The Voice. Liberal backbencher Julian Leeser, who quit as opposition spokesperson for Indigenous Australians over the party's rejection of The Voice, says the no case is not surprising. Um, I'm not concerned about the words in the no uh, in the no pamphlet. I think uh, there's no particularly surprising arguments in there. Um, I think the important thing is that we get out and explain to Australians why this is a safe change, why it's a change that will benefit Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Australians. Sophia Tarek, SBS News.